0: Hello and welcome along to some more Country Music Musings. So after my last podcast I was left a little lost. I think that's the best word, best way to describe it. For years when someone asked me what kind of music do you like, I'd go country music. No hesitation, straight out there. And they give me a little funny look and they go quiet and they quickly change the subject. It didn't bother me. I liked country music. It had taken me away from pop music which had suddenly become boring to me. I, used to, like, I grew up in the top 40. That's that's what I listened to. It was on the radio. You had Bon Jovi, Huey Lewis, Guns N' Roses, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. All those great 80s acts that were just getting to be passe. On the radio, it was becoming R&B and grunge music. and It just didn't interest me anymore. And then along came Garth Brooks and country music. And all of a sudden... I was interested again it grabbed my attention it made me listen but after listening to that top 5 from the last podcast there was nothing there I wanted to listen to there was nothing there that grabbed my attention fair enough, when I listened to a couple of the tracks a few of the times which I had made myself do I I did find something interesting, a couple of the songs were alright But there you go, they were all right. There was nothing keeping my attention. They were just as interesting as stuff I hear in the radio every day, which is to say, not interesting at all. They were generic, they were pop. But yet, that's what's country music these days. They were the top five songs in country music. And I couldn't figure it. I'm like, why, why are they called country music? Why are they good? Why are people listening to them? Why don't I want to listen to them? What is different about what's been called country music today compared to what was called country music when I started listening to it? Because there's no comparison. The two of them sound nothing alike. They have... I I can't figure out what they've even got in common. They have nothing in common as far as I can see. Their, Their music, you know, their songs, their yeah kind of played by musicians but that seems to be about it so I went after the top 5 I went into the rest of it to see if maybe it was just a bad week maybe if you go outside the top 5 go into the top 40 I'd find some stuff that was interesting I think there was about 3 songs that was about it so here we were 37 songs that meant nothing to me and if I went back to the 90s when I first started listening to country music there would have been loads of songs that jumped out of me a few songs that would have been in the same category that this top 40 current top 40 would be for me where if I listened to them a few times I got interested you know they, a little bit of familiarity would have helped and you know I would have gone there okay and again a handful of songs I didn't like But there was nothing this time around that was grabbing my attention. So here I am. I'm feeling like that country music pilgrim. I'm feeling like I'm lost. I'm feeling like I'm the only one out there that's missing this old music. That my day has come and it's gone. And now what is called country music is just passing me by. I have no interest in it. It doesn't drag me in at all so i've got to ask myself why what's different about the current country music that doesn't interest me is the quality not there is it the sound is too different what is it um so the snob of me would like to think that you know what the music might have was better you know that, that was real music. It was good country music played by real musicians with good producers and good artists. And, you know, it got to the heart of the subject. But let's be honest, there's a chance that that isn't exactly the truth, you know. Sorry, that's a little bit of Marty Stewart there. Listen to that mandolin. that's the good stuff right now that is the stuff that makes me kind of go yeah the music in my day i was just better i had to listen to that musicianship you know there's a lot of skill that goes into that it's brilliant but then i remember the top selling country song of 1992 the song that you couldn't turn on a country music station without hearing and that kind of blows that argument out of the water for me So there's Billy Ray Cyrus singing about his achy breaky heart so yeah I can't really say that that is better than anything that's out there at the moment it's a pure pop throw away get it in one ear out the other song that's probably a lot worse than the top five we listened to in the last podcast it's still catchy I actually kind of like it there's a guilty pleasure for you but definitely it's not a better song by any means Um, even when that was a hit it came out, it broke big it was everywhere and two weeks later everyone was sick of it oh my god Billy Ray thankfully took that opportunity and went on to carve out a nice little career for himself recording some great music but definitely there's no way you can say that uh, that it's the quality of music back in the 90s that dragged me in so it must have been something else definitely the music then grabbed me better so what was it it wasn't the quality maybe it was the arrangements so if I go back to the production side which how the music sounded back then definitely way different to how it sounds now so is that the reason There's, is there something about that music back then that uh, just hit my musical ear and uh, and made me listen for that, I suppose I have to go back again to that Gart Brooks concert that first introduced me to what was then modern country music. So that was his uh, TV special, just This Is Gart Brooks, it was called, and it was a recording of a concert of his from Texas. Just, just one of his shows in Texas. And if you remember, he came on, and it just panned to him in studio, and he's wearing the cowboy hat, and he introduces himself, and plays up the whole... Country music is old junk, you know. So he introduced himself as a country music artist, and the camera fades away from him. He calls it back, and he's like, Whoa, well, whoa, well, where are you going? Oh, I know what you think. Country music, it's old hash. And it shows a clip from the concert, and he's smashing guitars. It's boring. Another clip from the concert, and he's running around the stage going nuts. So he's there, giving you all the arguments why people would say they don't listen to country music and refuting them, showing that. His music is different than that. And he just finished it by saying, welcome to the 90s, which of course is what it was back then. And then it faded into the concert. So I'm sitting there with anticipation, getting ready for this great show to start and the lights go dim and the spotlights come on and there's smoke coming up off the stage and the music and the crowd are starting to well and you see the floor opening and guard starts appearing from the mist and then this song comes on and I'll have to be perfectly honest with you I almost turned it off for me when you hear that that's that's a country music cliche that's not what I wanted to hear. I saw all this manic energy and the guitar smashing and the running around the stage and the energy that was coming across. And then I get the twin fiddle and the steel guitar and the swing music. And let's be honest, I grew up in Ireland. That music has no cultural significance or reference for me. It just sounded old hat. It sounded like old country music. So I can't even say that that's what dragged me into country music because that style was becoming predominant again on country radio. For a while, it had gone through the outlaw movement and urban cowboy and the Nashville sound, which was kind of taking all the old traditional stuff out of country music. But then Randy Travis came along and Clint Black came along, and even though Garth said or. People said about Garth that it introduced rock and roll to country. Well, that's not true. That had been done years beforehand. But what they actually did with Garth and with Clint Black is they brought back in that old twin fiddle and the steel guitar and brought back a bit of that traditional sound. Which, like I said, when I heard this, you, now wasn't, wasn't buying it. I almost turned it off. So, before it even started, My love of country music was almost finished, but it didn't stay. Something else happened to I managed to stay through that song. The crowd energy was still there. They were hopping around the place. Even though I wasn't digging the song, I could feel the energy coming off guard because he was playing it with all his heart. So the sincerity was always there, even when I didn't particularly like the music straight away. There was something else, something else that was pulling me in there something else that i wasn't getting from the charts from the music that to your ear sounded cooler so even though this song didn't necessarily do anything for me it wasn't anything i liked there was something that kept me listening and then he moved on to the second song and now my ears perked up So now, it wasn't as traditional sounding, so I listened. The song is Rodeo. It's about a rodeo, which again, I should know nothing about. Again, I grew up in Ireland. I've never ridden a horse in my life. I've been on a couple of stud farms. I had no interest in it. It means nothing to me. But yet there was something in the song that dragged me in. I prefer the arrangement in this one, I'll have to say. So you've gotten rid of the kind of traditional kind of country sound, and it's a more rock and roll country sound. So I like that sound, definitely. I preferred that sound. But what really is bringing me in, what brought me, kept me listening through Not Counting You, what brought me into Rodeo, what brought me through the rest of the concert and made me a fan, is that sincerity. <coughs> Excuse me. Even though I've no interest in rodeo. The song itself. Might be about a rodeo. But it's not just about a rodeo. It's about addiction. It's It's about loving something so much. That you ignore other parts of your life. That it takes priority. That it takes over. And we can all relate to that in some way or form we've all been addicted to something thankfully i was never addicted to anything like drink or drugs but i've been addicted to music i've been addicted to people you know there's people you can't get enough of there's people you can't get away from there's music that i have listened until i've made people's ears bleed we can all get obsessive about something and that's what that song's about and there's good country music for you good country music is about something doesn't matter what it is, but it's about something. There's a message in it. Not always. We go back to Icky Breaky Heart. That was just a fun song. And what's wrong with a bit of fun as well? So, whatever mood you're in, you should be able to find a country music song to hit your mood. And maybe that's what's missing these days, that it's all the same. Let's be honest. We went through those five songs in the last podcast... Could you tell them apart? Was there anything different between each songs? They just faded into each other. They rolled into each other. We've gone through a few songs here. Achy Breaky Heart, Not Counting You, Rodeo. Whether you like them or hate them, they're very different songs. You have a fun pop song that means absolutely nothing. You have a nice little boppy love song, which again, nice, light and fluffy. And then you enter a seemingly serious song, or seemingly light song that's actually a bit serious at the core. So even though there's similarities, they're all very different. Country music is about that, and it's kind of lost its way. We're getting into trouble. It's becoming generic. It's losing that little something that makes it different from other genres of music. It's becoming overproduced again. It's becoming overregulated again. It's just becoming background again. It's gotten lost. We are getting lost. So what do we need? We need change. We need the good stuff to start coming back again. We need people like Johnny Cash. Yeah, on we need people like Waylon Jennings. a country music Jesus to come and call us home thankfully there is still a few out there so that top 5 last time no, no good but there's still country music artists out there there's still people that make me listen there's still people that are flying that country music flag high There's one of them playing now, Eric Church Man, that guy is good He's got that rock and roll feel to him And yet, that's still country, isn't it? You're not going to listen to that and go That's R&B, that's hip-hop, that's pop No, you're saying that's country music With a rock flair you know but it's still country music at the heart and why because he's singing from the heart there's truth to what he's singing and he does it everything he does the happy-go-lucky songs he does the serious songs he does the boppy songs he does the slow songs he just sings what he feels what happens to be at that time and thankfully he's not the only one you've also still got miranda lambert hitting the top of the charts um, you've got Casey Musgraves who's building up a lovely little career for herself. Oh, my God, that woman's amazing. And then you have Chris Stapleton who's just come along in the last couple of years who was f- waving that outlaw country flag nice and high. And you know what I loved? When I got away from the single side of things and I looked at the album charts, the top three albums number three, Chris Stapleton. Number two, Chris Stapleton number one Chris Stapleton so there is a guy who's only out a couple of years who sounds absolutely nothing nothing like what else is in the charts and because the hunger for good country music is out there his albums are going to the top of the charts not just to the top of the charts but all three he's only got three albums all three of them We're at the top of the charts. One, two, and three. So obviously, I'm not the only one out there. There has to be someone else who wants to hear more of Chris Ableton. Who wants to hear more of good country music. So we're going through a rough patch. There is a lot of rubbish out there. It's hitting the top of the charts. It's all over the radio, but we've still got this. As long as we've still got people like Eric Church, Chris Stapleton, Miranda Lambert, Casey Musgraves, Maren Morris, that's another. Now Maren Morris is a funny one to me. The rest I've spoken about there, you can hear a lot of country influences in them. Definitely, you're going to call them country before you call them anything else. Maren Morris, though, has a definitely a more pop sound. You know totally different to Aunt Nelsa I'm kind of listening to at the moment yet one of the tracks of hers that I love is this Little Lady's Mercedes nothing country about that in the sound but there's still something believable there, she doesn't sound like she's singing someone else's stuff, she doesn't sound like she's trying to copy someone else she's a young girl likes to have fun and that's what she sings about. but there's still more to her. That's not all she sings about. So she's still singing from her heart and this is the whole thing. It doesn't matter whether the music speaks directly to you. Some of it doesn't speak directly to me, but I can still appreciate it. I still enjoy this even though obviously I'm not a young girl, I'm not driving around turning every head there's something real in what she's singing you know that's just her and that's country music it's just you it should say something to you whether you're in a good mood or in a bad mood whether you're early in your life late in your life it should speak to you and you gotta find the country music that works for you and there's loads of it out there so i'm gonna have to keep looking and um, so i guess that's what we're going to do we're going to keep this podcast going And we're going to keep looking for good country music. But I think I've bored you enough for now. So we'll call it quits for this one. And uh, hopefully you'll come back for a little bit more. And we'll see what else we can find. Again, this has been Country Music Musings. You can find me on the Podomatic podcast. The podcast itself. And it's also available on iTunes. You can also keep in touch through... Facebook and Twitter, I've got pages for both. So until next time, enjoy the music.